0: you are listening to fit to be tied with sheena and whitney on 90.7 the capstone and i don't know about you whitney but i feel like where where has time gone what have we been up to um just hello to the universe right now i know and uh,
1: well first of all time has been sucked into a vortex i'm pretty sure um and as I sit here, me and you are on Zoom. We're not in person like we normally are, which is very strange. Yes. It, well, it's strange, but at the same time, it kind of feels like a little bit natural. Like I guess since we've been doing Zoom calls so much with people,
0: it's just been very strange. I know. And, you know, it wasn't until I was talking to one of our faculty members on campus, I didn't realize that we've been in this quote-unquote quarantine mode for almost, for pretty much five months. Yeah. It's, and a it's, lot of a lot of things can happen in five months, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of things can happen. And first of all, me and you are basically producing our own show sort of right now. Like normally we have um, our awesome producer in the room and they're like counting down three, two, one. But now it's me and you. I've got my phone and I'm like making sure we like stick to our time. Um, We're looking at each other, you know, through Zoom. We're doing this in a totally different way. But I'm kind of glad we get our own like, you know,
0: chance to kind of like pause and then do what we want to do. But at the same time, I'm going to miss our student producer. Absolutely. I know. And so hopefully you guys, as listeners, you guys um, will feel for the adjustments we're having to mm-hmm. do. So that means that we know what you're having to do in your own circumstances. Obviously uh, campus is looking a little bit different this year as far as how we're navigating things. And so it's just great to have some sense of normalcy with being mm-hmm. back recording the show. Um, and also too, you know, when we think about the five months that we've been in quarantine um Um, You know, if we were doing this via via video right now, um, you might think I have a food baby, but I actually have a baby baby uh, in my belly. And so, um, so yeah, so I guess that's my news of what I've been up to during the quarantine. (laughs) Um, But what about you, Whitney? You know, there's all these posts on social media about people picking up new hobbies during the quarantine Mm. or new shows or just living in the moment. How was quarantine for you? You know, it's, It's kind of
1: been a little bit of a blur, I feel like, and I I mean, that sounds terrible, but it's like, I know I've done things, but I can't put my finger on exactly what I've done. And if anybody could see us through Zoom, I actually converted one of my bedrooms into kind of my own studio. So I was thinking if I can't go to the gym, if I can't go to the rec center and dance or do yoga... Um, I'd love to have a space in my house. And so it's kind of my own little yoga room. I actually got a mirror from a friend that just had it in her garage. And I was like, I don't care what it takes. I'm getting that sucker on my wall because a mirror like this costs a lot of money. So it's kind of my little safe haven. Um, I've been dancing a little bit more and just having kind of my own yoga practice, which has been actually really nice. Um, so I wouldn't say I've picked up any hobbies. Um, but just kind of, I guess, taking more time for myself and slowing things down, which has been really nice. What about you, Sheena? Mm -hmm
0: say about the same not necessarily in the sense of creating my own dance studio at home (laughs) but really just trying to conform uh my home space into a place that I could be productive because during Mm -hmm. the quarantine I still had the great opportunity to see our students for um telehealth visits so Mm -hmm. you know was seeing students via zoom and at first I was a little reserved about that but I think that people have embraced it really well because we still got that Mm FaceTime, um and and I think there could be some awkwardness if it was just the phone or just the voice. So being able to see someone even through a screen, I, I feel like my old fogey self has, um, you know, I've, I've been able to adjust to it. So it's been good.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, because like, as we're looking at each other on the screen, I had to give you like the the, like, the finger, not the finger, but the one finger, of like we have a minute more to talk. And it's just this whole adjustment period. But yeah, I, you know, at first, I was kind of like, this whole zooming stuff, I just don't know about it. and like we're using Microsoft teams, but at the same time now I've adjusted and I'm used to it. I still have to take breaks because there is some kind of weird disconnect between you know like not actually being able to see somebody in person but you are it, it, it's just kind of weird for your mind to adjust, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely been a weird
0: uh, ride. It has, for sure. And so um, what I would say with that is let's take a break. You know, we will uh, we will wrap some stuff up when we get back and tell you guys more about the show if this is your first time listening. But um, take a rest break, grab something, drink, anything you want to do. We will be back. You are listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. Capstone, 90.7 FM, WVUA.
1: listening to fit to be tied with sheena and whitney on 90.7 the capstone and
0: we're zooming it we're recording it via zoom (laughs) we are are being transparent with y'all this is the show in the raw um since we don't have the help of our wonderful producers as we have in the past and you know i think that that this is totally appropriate for our first show of the semester just to go ahead and acknowledge that we are all going through this adjustment and guess what some of you may be lucky enough to be listening to us for the first time and think very first time wow what what is fit to be tied all about and I would say Whitney and I think you'd agree and you can add some things but you know we're really a show that wants to showcase health and wellness from just a very holistic perspective Um, if you are a member of our UA campus you may be familiar with our Alabama model that covers different sectors of wellness it's not just fitness and nutrition but we're talking about mental health psychological health um, you know what we're looking at when it when we think about spirituality and academics and so um, and so many other things so I Mm -hmm. think it's cool that we get to have guests across the semester that really cover all of these areas yeah and
1: you know we're not going to try to just focus on COVID the whole time I mean obviously there's going to be things that we'll you know talk about related to COVID but I think this is a really interesting interesting obviously circumstances that we're in so it you know we are going to probably talk about it because the wellness will may look different Um, And I wonder in the future if the wellness will actually change, if there will be some sort of extra component that's added to, like, virtual wellness. I mean, it sounds kind of weird, but, like, if that's, you know, kind of what we're having to go to now um, with the hybrid of classes and kind of, you know, moving more to online things and virtual um, meetings and things like that, it'll it'll be interesting to see if that kind of changes moving forward.
0: I think, I mean, I think there's such a possibility, especially if you do have people that really thrive with those in-person interactions. And so giving those tips about how to adjust to a virtual world. And, um, and you know, we're, we are going to talk a little bit about that today, especially on the front end. Um, so many of our listeners are probably either in class as a student or teaching as a faculty member, either a completely online class or a hybrid class. And when we've been in quarantine for so long. You know, we have to kind of mentally shift to how can we be productive and capitalize on this time of the semester. So, you know, thinking about these circumstances that our students and faculty staff and even professional staff are in, Whitney, what kind of tips uh, would you say you would have to kind of keep someone on task uh, with this new semester?
1: Yeah, you know, I still
0: feel like I'm kind of adjusting, but I feel like I'm there
1: because we're still working remotely coming into the office sometimes, but for the most part, we're still working from home at this point and you know specifically for myself you know I'm not taking classes but um, I am teaching classes my classes are currently meeting in person um, which is nice but at the same time it can be a little bit stressful um, in some other ways but you know I feel like setting a schedule is super important and even though we're doing uh, meetings and classes at home and it doesn't really feel like you're going into the facility um i think creating a space at home where you know you can sit and do schoolwork or you can have a classroom setting i think if you're sitting on your bed like super relaxed with you know netflix on in the background that's obviously not going to be a good way to stay focused and i mean i'm I do that kind of stuff. I mean, I was sitting in my recliner earlier today, like checking emails and then watching, you know, TV and I thought, okay, I'm not really able to focus completely. So I need to take that off, even though it doesn't matter. You can get your stuff done, but you're not fully there. So I think parameters and barriers are really important. And I think that's going to be the hardest thing for faculty, staff, and even and specifically students to be able to focus in class, especially if you're doing Zoom classes, because I feel like Zooming with a bunch of people on a screen, is so distracting and hard to do sometimes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know if, <laughs> if you've caught on this but like, and I'm totally going to wrap myself out so if anybody in student life is listening to this, but like when we have our divisional meetings I have to turn my screen off because it gives me an, an anxiety to see everybody. When mm-hmm. when I'm in a smaller meeting, I mean I'll say smaller like our staff meetings at the rec uh, of maybe like 20 or so people. I can do that because I know all the people on the screen but when it comes to the student life meetings, I get I get. Very anxious. So I have to like turn my screen off so I don't feel
0: the pressure of people looking at me. And I'm wondering if students have that same type of anxiety. You know, I think that that's a very valid point and the input or feedback that I'm getting from students that I've been working with in appointments is that they've appreciated so many of their classes, uh, putting them in smaller clusters in mm-hmm. Zoom where they're in those smaller quote unquote rooms. And um, it feels a little bit more intimate because mm-hmm. I agree with you it can feel so overwhelming to see all of these faces and thinking, oh my gosh, she was scrolling through the screen. That's like the worst feeling ever. <laughs> I hate it um yeah and I just
1: you know if I'm feeling that way and I'm a professional because I'm not used to this I can't imagine students because I mean you know if you even have anxiety about going to class you know this could create a whole nother level of anxiety that um, that I just think is a whole new thing that we're gonna deal with so yeah I think my biggest tip and we can definitely talk more if we need to take a break soon but I think my biggest tip is finding a space where you can have um, like your classroom
0: time or you can focus and study. I agree. And I think also too with that is um, not only having that designated space that you've talked about, Whitney, but trying to create as much of a schedule for yourself as possible. Because I think it could be so easy with an online class to um, not have designated time frames to work on it. And if you do have procrastinator tendencies (laughs) like me, and I've said that before, (laughs) I don't care um, to admit that it can be good. And even from a health standpoint, because having that sense of structure. I think for your own mental health can be very productive. Um, It lets you uh, put in other activities related to self-care where you feel like there's a structure. Um, And when you're getting into that designated workspace, even doing something as little as brushing your teeth or washing your face to kind of put you in that mode of, okay, I'm in productive mode. Mm -hmm. I'm in let's conquer the day mode because there can be some grogginess of waking up and then all of a sudden engaging in a class. And maybe that's just me, but I think in general, you know, your health coach lifestyle professionals would probably agree with that to some I, extent. I 100%
1: agree because, I mean, it is so easy to roll out of bed flip on your class, not have, you know, eaten breakfast, if you eat breakfast in the mornings or wash your face or brush your teeth. And I think that was one thing that I started doing in the beginning of quarantine because we were all still working. We didn't just shut down. I mean, we were still working just remotely. And so I had to create that structure. And I think, of course, (laughs) maybe that's a whole other topic. It's just hygiene we need to talk about, which we have, I believe, in the past. But, you know, maybe this is your chance to start good hygiene. I mean, I know a lot of college kids don't take care of themselves. As well, I mean, just because you know, it's just a different setting, especially um, if you did come from if you're a freshman and maybe you had some extra help from your parents. But uh,
0: yeah, I, I think that definitely helps. I know it helped me for sure. Absolutely. And, um, you know, if you didn't get the chance, um, you might want to check out the UA website just in terms of ways to engage in different student organizations. I know earlier this week, we actually had our first virtual get on board day. And so student organizations are still existing. I think that, you know, for some of us, we may be forgetting that. uh, But I really love the creativity that our different student groups and the student leaders within those groups are creating for people to stay engaged because, you know, we want you to be able to connect with other people, and that's what college is about. So uh, definitely, you know, when, next time you're on the UA website, if you didn't get to check it out, uh, quote unquote, live, uh, go on our search bar and type in Get On Board Day because there's so many different opportunities for students to be able to, um, to get in touch. And, you know, we've talked a lot about what this adjustment to the new norm is. You know, later in the show, we'll start talking about some social distancing etiquette because we got to do that you know as responsible human beings but y'all i think it's time for another break um go wash those hands uh go um get that face mask on yes do whatever you need to do you are listening to fit to be tied with sheena and whitney on 90.7 the capstone the capstone 90.7 fm wvua back. You're listening
1: to Fit to Be Ty with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. And we are Zooming and screen sharing and producing our show right now. And it's cracking me up because this is so funny that we're doing all this right now. <laughs>
0: We are doing all the things. I feel like this this COVID circumstance has taught us new skills as it relates to media and radio. So I'm proud of us. And hopefully our listeners are proud of us, too. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: I really, honestly, I, I cannot lie about this. I really don't mind the kind of hybrid work schedule that we currently have. Um, and it, it's caused me to kind of sit down and like slow down a little bit Mm to where I don't even, I'm outing myself again, I don't even realize, realize how I did it all, to be honest with you. Like looking back at like being in the office and having so many meetings back to back, being in person and running from campus, like one thing to another, this is so much more accessible now being able to do virtual because I feel like I can get more stuff done, but I'm not just stressing myself out
0: traveling so much. No, absolutely. I think that, yeah, this has been a huge time of reflection of thinking about how go, go, go we've Mm -hmm. all been in the past. And I feel like COVID, if we're trying to look at it through a very positive lens, has made many of us hit that pause and reflection button about, you know, what kind of uh, quality of life do we want when it comes to work and academics and what that pace looks like. And so I think that in some ways, this has been a really cool experience. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know it has been an uh, interesting circumstance for uh, certain individuals depending on what kind of situation they're in, whether it's been child care or yeah. loss of jobs. And so you know we would be remiss if we didn't recognize that, um, that those dynamics are there. But you know, now we're in this new semester. It's very exciting. We have students that, you know have been looking forward to going to class even though, it may be in a hybrid situation or just going in virtually just for the opportunity to meet new people. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, we kind of talked a little bit before the break about get on board day and um, just all the different resources and groups on campus. And I'm actually the advisor for charge, um, which is um, it's, a national um, organization but it's um, for empowering females to work out together support each other and i was meeting with our president and she was kind of brainstorming with ways to do things and we kind of came down to the idea that okay obviously we can't do things really in person for what we want to do so we're going to have to get creative and i really applaud these student leaders because They're trying to keep moving and they're trying to, you know, make their organizations relevant and current and keep up with the times and find ways to engage students. So it definitely hasn't been easy, but I mean, this is some heavy resume stuff that they can put on there for their next opportunity, their next job. Um,
0: It's been really good. I'm proud of them. I agree because I think it could be so easy for any entity, including a student organization to quote unquote, close up shop temporarily in the name of COVID and people would understand. But like you said, these students want to capitalize um, and, and create a worthwhile experience for their peers, which is really great. And, you know Whitney I know you and I we were involved in the planning during one of our events of Week of Welcome uh, for student health and well-being and we actually did a goose chase hunt yep. um, and you know uh, it, for those that um, didn't sign up for the event it was actually um, earlier in the week um, or actually earlier in the month in August and we had students come by uh, to pick up their materials and despite the rain we had you know almost 200 students come and pick everything up and complete the goose chase and you know we had you guys doing all kinds of things you know taking pictures in front of relevant buildings on campus so we knew that you guys were familiar with those services and so the fact that these students went all in despite the weather despite any um, hesitation about being around other people but trusting us to create that safe experience was awesome
1: yeah and and I honestly was blown away when we got those numbers And I remember Laura sending out the email and I was like, holy cow, are you serious? Because in my mind, I was thinking, okay, you know, participation will probably be low just because it's just a different format. But it was actually, I
0: think, better than last year.
1: I Do it, yeah. yeah.
0: I think so, because I think it gave students just a new way to interact with campus, because we, you know, didn't have them confined to uh, the space that we did last year, even though we had food trucks, and that's always a win, but to get, you know, students to be able to explore campus for the first time, or maybe one of many times in a different way, uh, was really cool, and, you know, speaking of getting out, exploring, and moving, um, you know, Whitney, what would you say as we Kind of transition to that conversation about how do we encourage a student to continue to um, stay active um, on campus? You know, I know that you've talked about some of the adjustments that the UREC staff have made. Um, What has that looked like for services for students and opportunities for students to engage? So at the beginning of all of this, I'm not gonna lie, me and
1: my team, we were a little bit panicked like, wait a second, you're gonna close down and we can't have people coming into the rec center and, and we can't have classes and it was kind of this like wait a second, what are we going to do? But then the moment of panic left and we put our heads together and we were like, you know what? We're still going to create a good experience. We have all these resources. We're going to work hard um, to make uh, everybody's time at the rec center virtually, or even now in person. Um, awesome. And so obviously we use uh, Instagram and Facebook and now we're using YouTube, but um, we actually, our YouTube channel, I really kind of want to plug that for a second because we are doing live classes on YouTube and then those videos are being saved so you can go in and like let's say you want to do Sue's yoga class and you want to do a live class uh, in the comfort of your own home. uh, You can easily go into YouTube, subscribe so you get the notifications of when we're starting these things. Um, But I have found that this has been very helpful for students and faculty staff that may not feel comfortable actually going in person to a class. This is their chance to actually just try it at home. And I've done it a few times and I kind of love it because it's like I'm busy doing work and then I can just go hop on my TV, put it on the big screen and do a class of support, um, and support and support you. So I would suggest if anybody's listening to us, um, the rec center is open. And uh, we are going to start our in-person classes on the 15th uh, of September. Um, That will have uh, lower numbers because uh, we still want to make sure we're socially distancing. You have to sign up online for those services. Uh, But, you know, go ahead and try some of the classes through YouTube because it's going to be a really good representation of what you're going to get in person. And um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And our handle is UA Recreation. And you're going to get all the updates. You're going to get every update from every Every program area um, fitness will be heavily marketed on there so anytime we have a change to the schedule or we're updating it with a new instructor or something like that you can definitely follow it but we wanted to make sure that we put as much content in there as we possibly could at first it was me Charles and D doing it and we were like we got to get our other staff involved because everybody's gonna be tired of seeing our faces and hearing us and so when we were able to bring our students back on campus and um, have them teaching classes it's just been a really
0: great experience yeah. No, I would say I have been blown away at the creativity that your team has um, has put out there when it comes to fitness services. Because I, I remember even when the quarantine was starting, and like you said, you, um, Charles, and D um, doing primarily the videos, they were so creative. Because I remember Charles doing a video about doing a full body workout using a cooler at yeah. his <laughs> and I was like, this is the most relevant thing I have watched all day. And, you know, our students and our listeners in general, you know, we're all about some Instagram live. And so it was great to be able to engage in classes that way. So I think that that is really impressive and that's neat uh, that we're able to uh, safely create those in-person classes again and, and making those adjustments as needed. So I hope our listeners are taking advantage of that. Also, too, by default, if you are a, you know, full-time student with us, then this is a paid for service. So take advantage of that. Oh, my lanta. <laughs> That's right. And, and sometimes I don't think people realize that it's if you're a student, you swipe in, you're getting it. You know, you get these classes for free. So, yeah, absolutely. No, well, on that note, um, we got to take a break. So on the break, go ahead and sign up for the YouTube channel if you want to or take a look at, you know, all of the things on um, on the UA website that we have to offer virtually but um, go get that drink um, use the restroom uh, but we will be back you are listening to fit to be tied with sheena and whitney on 90.7 the capstone the capstone 90.7 fm wvua
1: The yeah. Hey friends. You are listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. And it's good to be back on the radio. I mean, it's been a long time that we haven't been on. You might have been hearing us, but
0: it could have been rerun shows. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> I know. And it's, you know, if for a Sunday, you probably were thinking, okay, I'm cruising in my car. I'm, you know, checking things out in town. I need something very tantalizing to listen to. And now we're back. And we're back. We are... You you know, we're talking all things COVID and I think it's actually cool. Just speaking of that, um, I can't remember what channel it's on, but I know that I was seeing a preview for some show where basically it was under the circumstances of COVID and, you know, the characters were like trying to connect with each other during the quarantine. So I'm glad that uh, there's some TV production that started back up and they've created some show scenarios that have been relevant to these circumstances because I don't know about you, but I've been watching some things, whether on a streaming service or cable, and it's so funny pointing out like, oh, they're not social distancing, which I'm not policing that, but I'm just, you know, very cognizant of of just like people interactions. So
1: I was watching um, that 70s show, which is one of my favorite shows. And Uh there was like a group, they were doing like some sort of party or something. And I was like, Nobody's distancing, wear their mask, you know, and it was just this, you know, this different mindset that we have now. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to go back to being closer to people in a large setting, or it may be a very long time, but it's just so interesting how things change and your mindset changes and I'm glad that there's TV shows coming back on like some of the reality shows. Like I think America's got talent had like the judges. I was cracking up because they had like each judge had their own long table. And uh-huh. I was like, that, I mean, that social distancing. Like you have to, but it was like this really, 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 really long table. And then Terry Cruz was like more than six feet away interviewing the contestant. And I thought it was comical, but I mean, we have to do that, but it was just funny to see it that way, you know?
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think, um, I actually had put it in my Instagram, story earlier this week. I was watching an older episode of Saved by the Bell oh. and character Jesse she had on a mask because uh, Lisa had a cold and she was like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to catch pneumonia. And she was totally getting mask shamed by uh, Zach because he was like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't want to catch her germs. And I was like, man, look at Jesse being the trailblazer with the mask. Mm. And so I thought that that was so funny. But, you know, speaking of people, conquering. Congregating, getting mm-hmm. together, and um, also thinking about the type of work that I do, people gotta eat, you know. Yeah, I'd, I love to eat. You know, I, I talk to my clients all the time about uh, creating positive experiences with eating, and a lot of times those conversations stem from students talk about feeling uh, very isolated during meal times if you know they're not getting to share a meal with another person, and so I think that for those that have felt safe going back out to eat to have that experience with other people it's been great that um, you know restaurants have been trying to change up their environment to do that safely but I think there's some things that we need to keep in mind etiquette wise um, you know for myself and when I'm talking to other people really respecting wearing that mask in that space and then taking it off specifically for those meal times and and everything else and then once you're kind of wrapped up with that meal go ahead and put that mask back on I know it can feel very tedious, but I think it just really creates more of a safety and comfort level and environment in that. You know what I mean? I agree. And one of
1: the best things was the moment that restaurants could open again. And I remember thinking, well, I'm nervous to go eat out, but at the same time, I'm really ready to be out. And so I remember the first place I went was, Los Tarasco's on Skyland. And, um, I walked in, I felt really safe. I mean, the tables were distanced out. They had it where you could do your QR code for the menu. So nothing was touched. Everything was like unwrapped like plastic, rather not say silverware, plasticware. But I felt very safe, the workers had on their mask and I thought, okay, if restaurants are doing their part, it does make you feel a little bit better. And then of course the restaurants have been enforcing wearing the mask, so people are doing a good job about that. So um, I think, yeah, when you're done eating, just pop your mask back on. It's kind of it's, it, like, like it's getting into the habit because when you take it off, you just want to get up and go to the restroom, but
0: then you have to remember, oh wait, I gotta put my mask back on. That's the hardest part, I think. Right right yeah i think it's just a new norm that we're doing right now or if uh, you know some of us might just want to call it the current norm um you know with a hope that uh you know it won't always be this way and and we'll make some modifications as needed and for those of us that may prefer to continue to eat at home we know that grocery shopping has been a Mm must-have in in some capacity whether you are uh, getting a service to deliver groceries to you or if you physically go in there and I would say you know regardless of what your perceptions and opinions are I think that it can just be a much more safe and harmonious experience when people are respecting the directional lines in the grocery store it's really just all about um, just being respectful of these times um, overall and I think it makes the grocery flow even better when you have people that are kind of noticing those directions you know all cat myself because I know that there have been times I've gone in the wrong direction and then I'll stand there for a minute I'm like oh no what do I do um, you know do I turn back around and um, it's 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 really I, I feel very confident this is going to be a time frame that we eventually laugh about yeah. um, but I think that um, you know when we can follow those directives of the different retail stores that we're going in it just makes it an easier experience overall and I'm just grateful um, for these stores continuing to stay Open. Um, I definitely consider our grocery store workers to be, you know, frontline workers that have been essential in all of this. So, just kudos to anyone who is in that industry. That's right. Because I mean, even when I, and, and I don't know if it's the
1: same now, but when this first all happened, and we and we had to do some very specific guidelines with the arrows and so many people in in the store and how they were closing down early to sanitize and clean. I don't know if that's still as full in effect with grocery stores if the hours have still changed but you know thinking about those workers like you said I mean they're putting themselves you know in harm's way in a way because they're there and they're dealing with the public and a lot of people and you know it's my heart really goes out to them because we can't not have our grocery stores we gotta have food you know
0: absolutely I know it's like I I do need my food that is an essential thing and um you know speaking about food in general and Again, uh, the type of work that I do. If you know during this time frame of quarantine, you have really wanted to also focus on your health from a nutrition perspective, I'll additionally give the plug that we are offering our virtual nutrition services through the Student Health Center, and you can just uh, call our appointment line, come uh, visit our website, just go on the UA website and type in UA Student Health Center, and it gives you those directions for signing up for those. Um, And I feel like those virtual visits have gone great I think I mentioned that earlier in the show but um, you know we want students to know that so many of their favorite services are still available on campus we just may be delivering them in a different way
1: yeah that's a good point because um, we've already talked about the rec center and how you can do classes online and then obviously doing appointments with you and I had gotten an email from the counseling center that they're doing the same thing so um, every, you know, student life entity is going to have some way that you can talk to them or reach out to them. And we're just trying to minimize the in-person contact as much as possible just to keep everybody safe. But that's the beauty about Zoom and Microsoft Teams and all these things that we get to use. Um, We can still have that in-person and we are getting more used to, you know, screen time, I feel like.
0: Absolutely. And I would say for anyone who would be coming, say to the health center for or, you know a non nutrition service, but you know you're sick and you're worried about interaction. Our physicians have been so great about providing those telehealth services, so that if someone does talk about having certain symptoms, we want to go ahead and treat them via telehealth, so that they can self isolate. So that for students that are coming in for other types of health services, like maybe a sprained ankle or maybe a mental, um, you know, health concern, they can come in as a quote unquote well student and not worry about interacting with those that may be um, having some type of contagious con- condition so the fact that we're really trying to be cognizant of the mixture of well students and sick students interacting in our space is really cool so I just get proud of our campus and the accommodations that it makes I don't know <laughs> that's right no you nailed it yep. yeah well I um, can't believe it's already time for another break you guys so um, you know while you're that break check out our websites check out anything that you need to use the restroom wash your hands all that good stuff and we are going to wrap things up you are listening to fit to be tied with sheena and whitney on 90.7 the capstone the capstone 90.7 fm wvua
1: We're back and you're listening to fit to be tied with sheena and whitney on 90.7 the capstone and first show in the books of fall 2020 <laughs>
0: right you know and we've you know we've been talking about the new norm on campus um, obviously that involves covid you know what it's looking like in your classes and you know I think we want to just remind you guys that as you're experiencing campus like let's do our due diligence as we're all hashtag tied together uh, when it comes to you know safely moving around and so I would say wear your mask and you know wash your hands you know find a favorite song you want to wash your hands to we've got signage across campus encouraging you to use the fight song some Mm -hmm. people use happy birthday whitney is there a song that you like to use when you wash your hands i'm gonna be honest i kind of just count i know that sounds like super dumb but i just
1: like think about it is it 20 seconds Yes, yeah. Okay, I'll, I mean, I'll just sit there and kind of count, you know, like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. And like, I don't know, that's kind of therapeutic to me just to count for some reason. I mean, maybe I should pick a song, but um, yeah, I feel like as long as I'm getting my hands in that warm water and lathering up and... Counting for 20 seconds, you know, I'm good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. And I would say, y'all, please actually wash your hands. I remember listening on a a separate radio show several, several years ago that they did this study that um, it's actually worse when people just kind of like barely stick their hands under the water for like a half second and like nothing, you know, like there's no soap or anything. And then they just kind of wet their hands and then leave the restroom because we've all been in that scenario in a public restroom where you're in the stall, you hear somebody turn on the water for like half a second and then they're gone, you know, not washing their hands. But apparently wetting your hands and jetting off is worse than not washing your hands at all. And obviously we want to follow the optimal situation of actually fully washing your hands. So do that. And if you haven't noticed on campus, we have a ton of strategically placed I I guess dispensers yeah. uh, or hand sanitizer and it explicitly says on there use it to fill up your container so if you have empty um you know containers or pumps for hand sanitizer that you need refilled you better take advantage of that I know I sure have because I had some yeah. empty containers in my office that I needed to refill so I think that's fancy and I like that it has a foot pump I, I love I, it I geek out about cheesy things like that but it's so smart. And I can't remember, somebody
1: really brilliant invented that. And it's not like it's a just a small, like a really crazy dispenser or something. It's like a very basic, like, just put your foot on it. It comes out. And it comes out for a while. So, like, you can definitely put your little bottle under there and refill. So, I mean... Thanks to campus for, number one, supplying face masks for faculty staff and for our students and hand sanitizer, I mean, and those cool uh, big owl footprints to keep everybody, you know, distance six feet apart. So. It's all out there. We just got to do it.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, and then we've got our fancy classrooms with, like, the plexiglass dividers. I've been seeing um, that pop up on our official UA social media. So, we've got all the things in place. Um, So, we're encouraging y'all to take advantage of that. And also, too, we would be um, not great hosts if we didn't plug the fact that we want you to listen to us the rest of the semester. We've got some exciting topics coming up, and uh, September is actually... Actually, recovery month um, so we're gonna have some friends from across campus um, talking about collegiate recovery and intervention services um, also to our next show we're gonna be talking about suicide awareness week so we have some really hot topics that we um, will be covering with some amazing guests
1: that's right and we always have the best guests because I mean there are people that are super knowledgeable in the field they're pros and so I think that's what I love most about our show is even though we're getting to share it with everybody selfishly, I learn a lot (laughs) myself.
0: I agree. I I know. It's like even if it's a guest that we've had on before, I love hearing the information every year because they they may have different programming related to their area. So it's really cool. So with that said, you guys i guess we end the show uh, for the afternoon it's gonna be another week before y'all see us but that's so much better than five months um so uh i hope you enjoy your sunday afternoon you have been listening to fit to be tied with sheena and whitney on 90.7 the capstone